Good morning and welcome back to another episode of the Hip Bodies Podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Pleasant, and boy do I have updates for you. Hoo-wee. It's been a crazy week. Crazy. If you're new here, I want to first thank you for listening and just give you a little spiel on what this podcast is. So I started a workout group back in 2017 called Hip Bodies. HIT stands for healthy, inspired, and tough, not like high-intensity interval training, okay? <laughs> um, and the goal is I'm bringing my clients along for my workout with me. Like, I want them to train like a trainer and do workouts that are legitimately effective because one of my biggest pet peeves as a trainer, I you know, when I was a personal trainer, people couldn't afford to hire a trainer five days a week, but you're not going to get results by working out like twice a week with a trainer. You know what I mean? So I wanted to give them something to do on the off days. And I loved the idea of a workout video because it would kind of push them, right? It would push them more than just like me writing something on a piece of paper for them to do. And it just keeps them more engaged, right? But every workout video that I was stumbling across, it was like, this is not the kind of workout this person does to get in shape themselves. And so what I started doing was I started going live on Facebook and doing workouts and that way people could see like oh this is how she wants me to work out at home and it was it ended up being so much fun that I created a full like all-inclusive membership website when I I left my hometown of Seattle Washington and I moved over to Montana I created this website where I could give people the nutrition advice I could give them new live daily workouts every day where I was doing my workout and I was bringing them along for it and showing them all the modifiers and just like created this amazing community and one of the best parts is like when we're workout buddies we're chatting about life about fitness about everything and so this podcast is simply an extension of that that's all so with all that being said let's go ahead and get into it because I've had the craziest couple of weeks so I'm gonna start with the brain fuel topic so inside Hit Bodies right now, we're doing this thing called Hot Girl Runner, and it's an amazing challenge. And one of the things I'm encouraging everyone to do is having just like 10 minutes of brain fuel each day. And so my husband and I have been reading this book called Growing Up Brave. It's a it's for like parenting a child that might be a little bit on the shy side. And we're really just trying to distinguish like, is it social anxiety? Is it shyness? Is it, you know, kind of both like you know how do we support him how do we help him like build confidence right like that's what we're we're really just trying to help him be as confident as possible and through reading this book and through a couple of things that happened this week I've realized wow I'm a big part of the problem and that's tough to admit as a parent but hear me out so I don't think like I necessarily am like leading an example of being shy because I'm definitely not shy but I do have a lot of anxiety and it's weird because I don't identify as an anxious person. Like I don't identify as somebody who has anxiety, but like this last week has really made me realize that I actually do have anxiety. So it all started on Thursday and I guess I should just like maybe preface this by saying nothing terrible happens. Um, but if you're someone who gets like triggered by hearing stories of anxiety, maybe just skip this part. Okay. So it's Thursday morning and Cameron has been getting up early and going to his F3 workouts. If you've never heard of it, it's like, look it up, look it up. It's like, uh, fitness, faith and fellowship. It's like a men's workout group. It's all peer led. I don't know. Anyway, he goes Monday through Friday 
and he's been killing it. He's been going because we like finally found our groove with two kids and he can consistently go without me losing my mind. So that's good, right? Um, but he always gets home somewhere between 6.20 and 6.30. I would say 6.26 on the dot is like when I can usually expect him to walk through the door. And so it's 6.35 and I don't see him. So Cameron and I share locations on our phone. It's not like a lack of trust thing. It's more of like, I don't want to be annoying and be like, when are you going to be home? So I just like can see, oh, he's 20 minutes away or like, oh, he hasn't even left work yet. You know what I mean? It's like more of that kind of thing. So anyway, I check his location and he's not at the place they usually do the workouts. Um, he's in this very fancy neighborhood neighborhood. Um, and he's kind of like, at, it looks like he's like at the beach part. And so I'm thinking, oh, okay, maybe they went on a run today. Cause some of the guys live in that neighborhood. And so maybe they just decided to go on a run, whatever, not a big deal. But then like 10 more minutes goes by. I check his location and he's still in the exact same spot. So I decided to call him just to be like, Hey, like, what are you going to be home? Right? Like, hello, <laughs> Cameron and I are very much a team. Like we don't, we don't just not we don't just like skip a morning. You know what I mean? Like we very much lean on each other in the mornings because mornings are crazy when you have two small kids, right? So this is extremely out of character for him to not be there and to not like shoot me a text or something, right? And uh, he didn't answer. So I call again just to make sure and didn't answer, okay? Not freaking out yet, but we're, we're, it's like 6.45 at this point. So we're like 15 minutes past like the time he was normally home and he's like in kind of a weird location and he's near the water, which we do have alligators here. Okay. So you can see where my anxiety is like, I'm freaking out a little bit. Right. And fast forward like 10, 15 more minutes. Now I've called him a few more times. No answer. Location has not moved at all. So now I'm spiraling. So now I'm heavy breathing, sobbing, holding Casey, running around the house looking for my keys because of course I can't find my keys, which just like adds to the panic. Like I am like at this point, I need to go rescue my husband. I don't know what is going on with him, but like I have completely spiraled and I can't find my keys. (laughs) And I'm like running around the house and and Kevin is so sweet. He's like, mom, calm down, calm down, mom. Um, dad's fine. Dad's fine. And I'm like, I'm panicking. Right. So I, I never find, I eventually find my keys, but like not in that moment, but whatever. Like as I'm like getting into the car, um, Cameron calls me and he's like, Hey, what's up? I'm like, where are you? He was like, I was paddle boarding. And I'm like, and now granted it's only like seven Oh five. So it's only like 35 minutes, but 35 minutes in the morning of small, like that's crazy. And to like not answer your phone, like I don't think I was totally out of line for worrying, but definitely the level I spiraled to was probably not normal. So I wasn't mad at him because like I know realistic, like he he knows that he probably should have just sent a text or something. Like I'm not mad at him, but I know that I need to calm the F down and not freak out so fast. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's both, right? Like I'm not going to get mad at him, but I just like explained to him like, so this is what happened. Um, I tore apart the house looking for my keys. Uh, your son saw me sobbing and freaking out and worrying about you. And this is what happened, right? So that was situation number one. Situation number two was on Saturday. So my husband owns some like rental properties over in a 
I'll just say like fairly rough area of North Carolina. It's a couple hours away and like rents are cheap, higher crime. And like, I logically know this because I have a friend whose husband was a firefighter there. So, you know, like he's pretty familiar with the area and yeah. So anyway, like I do know it's a high crime area and so just, it makes me a little bit nervous when he goes there. Okay. So they were going there to like work all day on renovating one of the properties. So I talked to him in the morning and then like he said something that I wish he wouldn't have said because I, it like created too much excitement for our family. He, he told Kevin, I'll be home soon, which he didn't even come home till the next day, like nighttime. So it'd be, be, but because he said that, like it confused us and we thought like he might be home today. Like he might like wrap it up and like come home today, which was dumb of us to think that, but whatever. So anyway, we, I try calling him and it goes straight to voicemail. I try calling him again and go straight to voicemail check his location and it's like on a freaking freeway right and I'm like oh no Chelsea don't spiral Chelsea don't spiral his phone is so old it's his phone probably just died don't spiral don't spiral but I'm spiraling I can't help it and I go like I have Cameron's all of his Apple devices on my thing so I um I'm like trying to ping you know when you you know when you click find my phone and it like makes the phone ding so I'm like when he goes to turn on his phone like the phone's like dinging, like going crazy. Long story short, Cameron was fine. His phone just died. Like exactly like everything. But why do I spiral? And my son witnessed me in both of these situations spiraling. And I'm listening to that book going up, growing up brave. And it talks so much about like, you know, what your kids witness in you and like modeling behavior. And I try to be so mindful of like everything, right? Like I don't yell. I, I'm not like an angry mom, like all of those things. Right. But I, these, these situations I realized, oh my gosh, I, I am spiraling. I like my anxiety is next level. And I, you know, I kind of reflected, like I, I don't have a therapist or anything, but I kind of like just reflected within myself, like, why am I like this? What, what is going on? And I, so my brain goes to worst case scenario. Um, and it's because of what happened with my brother. You know, I remember everything about when I got the call that my brother was found unconscious. And I'll just say the words, this is it. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, you know how like something inevitable is going to happen, like something none of us want to happen, but we know eventually it's going to happen to us, Right. And that was like, that's like what my brain does. Like I go, my brain goes to worst case scenario and I try to hurry up and deal with it to like, okay, now it's dealt with. Like you've accepted that the worst possible case scenario has happened and it can't hurt any more than this. You, do you know what I mean? Um, and I, and I think that's, I think that's what it does. And I'm just like working through this, I guess, like with you guys on the podcast, what a weird way for me to share this, but I'm. I'm realizing that this this thing within me, if I don't like, he, like I have always felt pretty proud of the fact that I don't think I'm like passing on, you know, negative traits to my child. But like this one, I'm like, who? Okay, I got to I got to check myself. <laughs> I got to check myself because I don't want my child to feel this way. I don't want him to constantly worry. That's not a, you know what I mean? Like that's no way to live, right? Right. 
so long story short, I, um, I just, I wanted to share these anxiety realizations, I guess, because maybe you have them too, or maybe it's just interesting to hear about. I don't know. I guess like I, you're, you're being my free therapist right now. I'm just kind of like working through all of these thoughts. Like the truth is every time I've gone to a therapist, this is going to sound terrible. I feel like the therapist is just like going down the wrong path. Like they're looking for something that's not there. And I kind of feel like, mm, like I see where you're going and that's not it. Do, and I, and I know that there could be something there and maybe I haven't had that realization, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. But I, it, it's weird with anxiety because I have never identified with that word because I feel like all of my concerns are extremely warranted, you know? Like, what's the difference between anxiety and, like, warranted concerns? Like, wh- where is the line? I don't know. Yeah. So, anyway, that's just something that has been going through my mind lately, so I thought I'd share it. Pretty deep, right? <laughs> so, let's move on. Um, the other thing that's kind of been on my mind lately is I've been craving change. So, when we drove to Charlotte before we went to Cancun, I saw, like, a snippet of hills on the way and it was absolutely stunning and amazing and beautiful and it has been making me crave the mountains so much and my friend I have a couple of friends actually who are in the mountains this weekend and I'm like you know what screw it we're going so I think we're gonna go this weekend like I think we're just I'm just gonna book an Airbnb and we're just gonna go um the problem is too like in North Carolina, there's so many different cute little mountain towns. It's like, I don't know which one to start with, right? Like, do we go to Blowing Rock? Do we go to Asheville? Do we go to Boone? Do we go, like, I just, I don't know the areas well enough to know where, which one to start with, but we are going to go somewhere this weekend. It's a five-hour drive. It's going to probably be a nightmare, but hey, we got tabs. That's what we call the tablet. We call them tabs. <laughs> um, because one thing that I'm realizing is like, I get this desire to like shake up my whole life and like, I want to move to the mountains. And it's like, okay, hold up, Chelsea. Would a couple weekend getaways do the trick? Because the truth is I've been loving here where it's like sunny and nice and we can go to the pool, we can go to the beach. Like I don't hate where I live. Like Wilmington is a very cute, desirable place to live, but I just get like over it and I just need like a change of scenery and so I think I just you know the grass is green where you water it so which is very ironic because we literally do not take care of our grass here it doesn't feel like our fault because grass struggles to stay alive here but truly we have not like fertilized we haven't done anything and it's such a shame because we used to have beautiful grass like when we first moved in this our grass was beautiful has anybody else like had that realization as an adult like wow grass is kind of an accomplishment like it's a big deal like here I am in my 30s and I'm like I I want to learn grass. I want to like I want to I I don't I don't even know how we would start over. It's like how do you kill weeds? Well, you spray cancer causing poison, right? Roundup, isn't that how you do it? And then what? And then you put like yeah, it's just it's a whole thing, man. It's a whole thing. But I'm trying to you know, I romanticized living near the beach when I lived in the mountains. And then I live near the beach and now I'm romanticizing living in the mountains. Like, hi, reality hits. Living anywhere, there's pros and cons, right? 
the beauty the beautiful thing about where I live is I can drive to the mountains and I have the beach down the street and that's really nice because here here's the thing about beach especially with small kids like anything more than like an hour or two and you're like it's you're done you can't spend the whole day at the beach you know but at with the mountains I feel like we can hang longer because it's not so miserably hot and stuff I don't know we'll see we'll see but we are gonna probably go to the mountains this weekend I will keep you posted and I I apologize so this week I was supposed to have Cameron on but Cameron was gone all freaking weekend working on those uh rental properties so I wanted to be helpful this week and I wanted to include some things that I have found to be really helpful on my fitness journey in regards to meal planning hacks, okay? So I, when I was in my 20s, I was not grossed out by like eating leftovers all week. Like I could eat, um, yeah, like I could eat prepped food all week long and it like didn't mess with my head. But for whatever reason now, like anything beyond two days and I'm like, that's a nope. That's a no for me. I will not be eating that, right? But long story short, I have found hacks where I don't have to cook food in a crock pot, but it's like very quick when I like the end of the day comes and cuz I if if I want to make like a good dinner, I feel like I have to get started at like 3:30 to like have a nice dinner done by 5. And that's like early, right? And I don't always want to do that. So I have found some hacks as of recently that I'd like to share. So one is like pre-marinated or seasoned meats. Whether you do this yourself or whether you purchase it that way, I one of my favorites is like the frozen ones. So at Costco, they have this like pre-seasoned salmon that's individually packed and frozen so you could just defrost as many fillets as you need so we'll do three the kids will split one and then Cameron and I will each have one and we'll have it with like some rice or potatoes and some veggies it's perfect like a perfect summer night meal um same goes for like I mean for steaks it's so easy right like you can season it you don't you really don't even have to season up in advance like you can just put salt and pepper on and grill it and you're done like I think like anytime you can just like quickly cook a meat whether it's like 30 minutes or something like that that is such a quick meal where it gets complicated is when we're like trying to make tacos and it's like we gotta get the cheese and get the you know all of the things out so I also found this is another big one my local Aldi has this and I feel like wherever you live like you just might have to like if you don't have an Aldi near you you'd have to like search around but they have pre-marinated like skewers that you can throw on the grill they had like a chili lime one that we bought um they have like a Greek one that we bought every single one I've tried has been like a 10 like they're so good so check out that section of your grocery store whether it's in the meat section like I don't want to say room temperature, like defrosted, like, you know, whatever, or it might be in the freezer section. These are fantastic hacks. Okay. Um, I have loved it. The next one is the Greek yogurt pizza crust. This can be pizza crust, or this can be a lot of different other things. So it uses self-rising flour, but if you have trouble finding self-rising flour, all that is, is baking powder and flour. (laughs) Okay. So you can look that, look up the ratio on that, but it's like one cup of Greek yogurt. I use non-fat Greek yogurt to one and a half cups of self-rising flour. That's the ratio. And then you can season it up from there with like salt, garlic powder, whatever. 
You can make pizza crust. You can make this into bagels. You can make this into whatever the heck you want. There's a gazillion things. I've done it where I just like roll it out real thin and cook it in a cast iron and almost use it like like a pita bread situation. Uh, We do pizza crust with it every Friday night. It's super high protein. It's so yummy. It's a fantastic base for so many different things. Um, Recently, my favorite combo has been doing like a pizza crust with like a sun-dried tomato pesto, some goat cheese, lots and lots of chicken. I always load up the chicken on my pizzas and my, it drives my husband crazy because he like, he likes a pizza with like minimal toppings so that like you get the crust and I'm like, hi, I'm eating high protein. I don't need all the carbs because if I don't have enough toppings then I eat like 40 pieces to feel full, you know what I mean? Anyway, across the board, the Greek yogurt self-rising flour combo, it can be used for so many different things. Highly recommend trying it. If you're eating like a low carb diet, obviously it doesn't work, but if you're, for me, I'm currently in my tracking macros phase and it's been super super helpful the next one this is just like a duh but I want to tell you what I do with it so fair life shakes or ready to drink protein drinks so I buy my fair life shakes at Costco uh you can also obviously get it at Sam's um it's only a good deal though if you buy like the case if they're really expensive if you just buy them like individually but I guess you could buy one individually to make sure you like it but like If you like chocolate milk, you're going to like it. Like, they're so freaking good. So my hack, this is funny because I was, like, just talking about how I need to decrease my caffeine intake because of my anxiety. And the hack I'm about to tell you will not help with that. So anyway, I do a shot of espresso with my Fairlife shake over ice. Dude, it's so good. So I, I have a Nespresso machine, but not the Virtuo line. If you're thinking about getting an espresso machine, particularly a Nespresso machine, you need to look up original line machines. They might even cost a little bit more, but here's why. Because you can buy original line capsules that are made by other manufacturers that are only 30 cents per capsule. If you buy a Nespresso Virtuo, I'm telling you, you're going to be spending over a dollar per shot of espresso over a dollar so if you want like like it's to me the original line I used to sell Nespresso machines that's a fun fact about me I, I sold them back in like mm, 2011 to 2013 I, I just like did it on weekends or something it was so much fun I freaking loved it but that was I back then the original line machine was the machine so when I saw the new Vertua ones I actually I won one for free and I liked it but I was like this is crazy. These capsules are so expensive. Like no way. So I went and I looked like, could you still get the original line? And I actually ended up trading my friend and I gave her the Virtuo one. I was like, this one's newer. Like you can have it. I want that one because I want the old school capsules. And I'm so glad I did it because yeah, you save so much money. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is I feel very tempted to get a Dunkin' coffee in the afternoon Hey, nothing wrong with a Dunkin' coffee, but it's a lot of sugar, okay? They just, they don't do the sugar-free stuff very well. Um, And I, if I go to Starbucks, I have one drink and one drink only that I've ordered there now. Like, I've just given up on liking anything else, and it's a white chocolate mocha, which is like the equivalent of eating two slices of pizza in terms of macros, okay? 
So taking a Fairlife shake and putting a shot of espresso in it, and I can, I'm, I think I might buy decaf es- espresso shots because I think I would be, I just like that flavor of the coffee. And I also like the afternoon pick-me-up. Um, and apparently I like anxiety because I'm pretty sure, yeah, whatever, anyway. So the Fairlife shakes, they're so good. High protein, very macro-friendly. I love it. So my current goal, I'm trying to eat around 160 grams of protein a day, and I'm doing it. I'm doing it, guys. It's hard. It takes definite, like, I don't know, intention. Um, But I have been trying to see if I can do it without the Fairlife shakes. And I can. Uh, But it's just definitely a lot easier and more fun with the Fairlife shakes. So that's, that's my other kind of meal planning hack, especially for crazy afternoons. Now, where I'm struggling right now is when lunches are on the fly. So I have another tip for you. I have purchased, the brand is La Banderita. I buy these at Walmart, but I'm pretty sure most grocery stores have them. They have these like 20 calorie tortillas. So I buy those and then I take canned chicken from Costco, Walmart, whatever. Like honestly, they all taste the same. So I take the canned chicken, I drain it and I mix it with a little bit of either like ranch or like some light mayonnaise or something like that. And chipotle chili powder and garlic powder okay so now I have like a chipotle chicken situation and I put that in my tortilla with some cheese and I kind of load it like I don't do a small amount I kind of load it and then I put the cheese and then I air fry it so it gets nice and crispy I don't feel the need to put any oil on it it still gets nice and crispy even without like oil okay so while it's air frying I take Greek yogurt and I mix it with like my favorite hot sauce My favorite hot sauce is the tiger one and it's a little bit sweet and you guys, you just dunk it. Oh my gosh, it's so good. So technically that tip would be keto friendly because those tortillas are like keto friendly. Do I recommend it to, I personally don't eat that kind of stuff when I'm eating a low carb diet, but Hey, do you, if you find that that stuff doesn't kick you out of ketosis or like make your progress, you know, plateau or anything. Okay. So yeah, yeah, that's what's that's my helpful tip for today for meal planning. Now, I want to talk about trusting the process as well because I have been, I don't mean to like brag, but I've been killing it, okay? Like I'm getting so much stronger. I'm running, I'm walking, I'm like moving my body more. I feel so freaking good, but the scale pretty much has like stayed the same for the last two weeks, But you know what? I'm not freaking out and I'm completely trusting the process because I know like my muscles are working so hard. And so I have this other way that I'm measuring progress right now. I have this pair of shorts that I ordered them. This was like my first Shein order and I ordered them, I think in like a large or something. I can't remember. It was like the biggest size they had of that short and I totally thought it'd fit. And when I bought them, I couldn't even get it over my butt. Okay. And slowly, every time I put them on, they're closer and closer to fitting. Like I can button them right now, but it's like, I'm feeling like a stuffed sausage, right? I don't care if I ever fit those shorts. They were like $10 shorts, but it just gives me a way to, cause sometimes like you can take pictures and you really can't see a difference. You get on the scale and you're not really seeing a difference. And you're like, is anything working? Sometimes a little thing like that might show you the progress in a different way. You know, it's, and also, who cares, right? Like, who cares if the scale is different? Who cares? Like, who cares? If you know you're killing it, like, celebrate that. 
for me personally, I am in a fair amount of diet bets. And so I, I am panicking a little bit because I do kind of need to, <laughs> to drop some weight on the scale, but you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. I know I'm doing all of the right things. I'm eating really well. I'm eating high protein. I'm tracking my food. Like I know I'm killing it. Okay. I know I'm killing it. So yeah, that's what's going on. I'm trusting the process where I think people struggle is when they justify things that they that probably aren't in line with what they're supposed to be doing. For example, maybe you're like indulging in alcoholic beverages several times per week while doing all the right things. That could hinder your progress. You know what I mean? Or if you are, I don't know, I'm trying to think of what else. Like you're tracking all your food, but then like four nights a week, you're just kind of saying F it after the kids go to bed and like eating Doritos and whatever on the couch. Like what I'm saying is maybe like if you if you know you have behaviors like that that could be interfering with your progress and you're like, oh, I just got to trust the process. It's like, I'll, you know, take a good assessment of what you're doing. <laughs> you know, like th- do that. Don't be like, because I'm definitely the kind of person that I will justify behaviors that mm, probably are not in line. But like, I'm telling you guys, I'm killing it right now. Okay, I am killing it. So yeah, anyway, that's what's going on over here. Let's go ahead and get into kind of the usual sections of the podcast. So what is going on inside Hip Bodies? We are on week three of Hot Girl Runner. This def- this challenge has totally like woken something up in me that like I can't even tell you. I just, I needed it. I feel so freaking good. So we are increasing to four rounds this week. Uh, on the workout this morning, I'll just tell you. So the big thing with this challenge is we're trying to get progressive overload, which you often hear that term, but you don't necessarily know what it means or like how to make sure you're getting it. And like this challenge for people, we go make sure. We go make sure. So like in week one on the first workout, I moved 11,445 pounds. And I'll kind of tell you how I got there. So for like squats, I did 60 pounds 10 times. And uh, another, like on deadlifts, I did 135 and I did it 10 times and then seven times and five times, you know. And so all these exercises add up, okay? So now we take the exact same workout and then the next week I moved 12,655. So I, I, I moved up right? From 11,000 to 12,000. And now this week we added a whole nother set. So we went from doing three sets of all the moves. We added a whole nother set. Okay. So we pushed ourselves more last week and we like moved more weight in each set, right? Like we did three rounds, weeks one and two. Well, this week we did four. So even if I couldn't move more weight in each set, I'm going to move more weight for the whole workout, right? And sure enough, you guys, I moved 16,263 pounds. So like, I know I'm killing it, okay? I know I'm killing it. I'm getting stronger. I can feel it. I can tell like the food I'm eating is going to the booty. It's going to the muscles. It's good. You know, it's going to the right places. Like, and I am, yeah, I'm feeling pretty excited about it. So for... The one thing that I'm really working towards is pull-ups. And last week I got four pull-ups, which was really, really exciting. Um, The next section of the podcast is something I'm killing it at lately, which kind of goes hand in hand with like what we're doing inside Hip Bodies. And that is getting outside. So part of the Hot Girl Runner Challenge, the runner part, yes, it's like getting miles in and you can run it. I am not a runner but I do my best. I run a little, I walk a little, I run a little, walk a little. I don't time anything. I don't get crazy competitive with myself because then I start to like hyperanalyze and get frustrated. I'm like, I should be going faster and faster each time. And that's just not the case, you know? So 
I've been really good about consistently getting outside and I cannot tell you mentally, you guys, it helps highly, highly, highly recommend doing it. So yeah, that's something I've been killing at lately. And I want you to celebrate something you've been killing it at. Like take a second, pause this podcast if you have to, and think about something you've been killing it at lately. Cause it's always kind of hard, right? It's, I think it is anyway. Meals I am loving right now. I'm going to say it's, I don't even know if it's a meal, but like sourdough. So I made my first loaf of sourdough yesterday that I, I haven't made sourdough in ages. And you guys, I forgot how freaking good it is. I'm ready to go on it like a, I'm going to have another sourdough era. Um, I have had my starter going since the beginning of the pandemic. Crazy, right? Like it was like March 2020 or something that I got it started, like when everyone was like getting into sourdough, right? So I'm very proud of that. I share my starter with anyone and everyone who shows interest. Do not ask me to ship it to you. So many people ask me to. You guys, I don't know how to ship starter. I don't. I'm sorry. And I also hate going to the post office. Like I literally hate shipping stuff more than anything. Uh, I Yeah, so I'm, I'm not going to do that. But I will share, if you want, I can share the recipe with you that I used to get my starter going. Would that be helpful? Um, anyway, sourdough is amazing. Highly recommend it. I'm happy to share the recipes that I use. And like, it's just one of those things you just have to do it and you'll get better at it. The, the only like bread making tool that I have, because if you go on sourdough TikTok, it gets crazy. People have like a specific blade for scoring their sourdough. They have like a banneton and like all this stuff. No, you guys, I have a bowl and I have a wooden spoon that I just use for all my cooking, right? And I have... I use unbleached all-purpose flour. I don't even use bread flour. And I use, what was I going to say? Oh, the Dutch oven. I feel like the Dutch oven is key. It makes a big difference to cook it in a Dutch oven. And it's because of the steam or something like that. But anyway, that's what I've been loving lately. I made a beautiful breakfast yesterday for Father's Day, which Cameron wasn't even there for. But my dad was there and he loved the sourdough. I made a sausage scramble, some bacon, and some sourdough. And it was delicious. Um, my workout win from this last week is I hit four pull-ups, which was kind of a personal record for me since having Casey. I I did pretty good on the deadlifts. Like I'm, I'm feeling good, but I would say that's like the big win from last week. Did you guys have any wins? What are your wins from this last week with workouts? I want to know. I want to know. Uh, something I'm obsessed with right now, I got a derma roller. Are you guys familiar? So I got a derma roller and then I have the rosemary oil coming in the mail. I want to have thick hair so bad. I also got this new blow dryer for my birthday. It's the shark one. And I, because I have the diffuser, I want to see if I can make my hair wavy through like scrunching and diffusing. I'm going to try the bowl method. Like I feel like TikTok, like TikTok is one of the most educational apps on out there. And I know some of you who are like TikTok haters are like rolling your eyes. Trust me. It is the, like you think you learn stuff from Instagram? No, no. Like Instagram reels are what was on TikTok a month ago. Okay. Just accept it. TikTok is the, it's the OG place for information. I learned so much. Like you do have to discern, right? Like you have to like, okay, that's not true. Like that's not going to work. You know, there's like stupid stuff, right? But there's like also like legitimately good hacks. So I'm going to try this like wavy hair tutorial thing that I saw. Um, But yeah, anyway, derma roller. I'm pretty excited. I finally got one and I got the, I'm ordered the rosemary oil. So I'm going to see if I can make my hair thicker because I have very thin hair. I've lived my life with thin hair and it would be nice if it could be a little thicker. 
Um, okay. Unpopular opinions is what we are finishing up this week with. This is a weird one, but I'm okay. Interviews on podcasts. Do any of you listen to a podcast and you like, you listen to it because you like that host. So when they do an interview with someone and you're like, I don't, I just don't care. I don't want to hear from this person. Like I listen to the podcast cause I like you. So it's, it's very hard for me. Like, I don't know. There was a time where I listened to podcasts all the time for interviews. Like I was a big Joe Rogan listener in like 2017. Right. But now I don't know. Like I very rarely listen to podcasts with interviews. So I've been listening to this podcast recently called the toast. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's these two like millennial girls. And so I very much relate to them. And the main hosts are Claudia and then her sister, Jax or Jackie, whatever you want to call her. So when it's anyone but Jackie, I'm like, mm. I don't mind when it's uh, Claudia's husband. But so Jackie's been like, she's like super pregnant. And so she's like, she ha- she's like on bed rest and stuff. So it's very reasonable that she's taking time off. But yeah, like I, I don't know what, what is it about that? Why do you, does anybody, am I the only one that feels this way? Because I feel like I'm one of the few that feels this way. I I listen to the I listen to a lot of podcasts that really serve me nothing. Like they are just like fun to listen to. That's it. Like it's not it just feels like an escape from real life and I think it's because I don't have a lot of adult only conversations anymore. So I I feel like my podcasts are like my connection to other adults and it feels like uninterrupted conversations because it's so rare for like I'll get time away from my kids, but I don't get time away from my kids and time with another adult at the same time. It's like, I'll get time with another adult with the kids around or I get time alone. You know what I mean? So I would love to combine that <laughs> because, uh, yeah, it's, it's, and podcasts, I think feel like my connection to that. And so I, I don't, I, I guess I just want the familiarity. I don't know. What is that? Why do I like it that way? Anyway, that's my unpopular opinion for this week. I don't even know if it's that unpopular or not. I am definitely curious to hear your opinions on it. So thank you so much for listening this week. I feel like I, I feel like I was slightly more organized this week, was I? I don't know. A, a lot of you did not mind last week's chaos. I I seriously, I don't post like when I put up a new episode or anything because honestly, most of the time after I record a podcast, I'm literally so embarrassed. I'm like, what did I just post? That was chaos, Chelsea. Like you can't like tell people to listen to that. They'll be like, what? That was just you going off on rants for like 45 minutes. So anyway, we'll see if I talk about this one or not. <laughs> All right. Have a great week. I will chat with you next week. I swear I'm going to try to get Cameron on the podcast, even if it means I just record something with him tonight and you get like a double double podcast week. Um, I, I want you guys to hear from him because he's been killing it in his fitness game. Okay. All right. Love you. Bye.